Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hello, Eagle Scouts. Pete Donaldson and Luke Moore with me and him and you and us. It's the Luke and Pete Show. It is Thursday, the 10th of November. I, at this point, this juncture of the show, I usually turn to my friend uh, Luke Moore and say, Luke, how the devil are you? Very well, thank you. uh, No, that's not me asking you. That's not me asking you. Get it together, Luke. How are you? There we go. That was the question. I'm fine, thanks. (laughs) <laughs> oh don't be a little prick. Oh, when you did um, add hello to you and you and you it, it yeah. i had every fiber of my being to stop myself ba-ba-ba. going and ba 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 but you 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 ba-ba-ba. literally cannot sing the steam tune to jim is. will fix it these days oh it is jim yeah. will Th- for some reason i thought it was record breakers well that would be um, fine for some reason the the jim will fix it theme well there's no knows? mud on roy castle's flag cheryl thank Baker. you very much what's she been up to <laughs> i don't know can't speak <laughs> on behalf of cheryl but roy so few <laughs> roy castle beyond reproach yeah and he died a long time ago i was really into Roy castle when i was a kid he was a he wasn't i thought he was like um for some reason i thought he was an athlete he wasn't was he, he was just a, an entertainer who played the trumpet but you, have, you, have you ever seen that video i think it's roy castle i'm gonna say it's roy castle right. and bruce forsyth maybe we're off and running yeah, we're up and running you're up and running one minute um, in so, because I think you're right about Roy. I think, first of all, a lot of people listening to this are going to be confused, but that's their problem. They're going to have to pick yep. up their phone. They're going to have to that's type in problem. Roy Castle into Google, yep. and they're going to have to check it out themselves. But I think he was the Ryan Seacrest of the. That is harsh uh, on him. And uh, I'm going to tell Spectrum, you why. Spectrum 48 K. I'm going to tell you why that's harsh on him. Because there's a great video. Right. I think from maybe the late 50s, the early 60s, of old grainy BBC black and white footage of Roy Castle and Bruce Forsyth, and it is astonishingly good so basically it's from right. that era where to be an entertainer you had to be able to do everything you had to dance yeah so you had to be able to dance you had to be able to sing you had to be able to play an instrument you had to be you had to have like a little a little a little party trick sort yeah. of thing and so in, in this video i'm talking about and we'll get Rory to, to dig it out or i'll try and find it um mm. they start off singing beautiful singing voices sort of song from the shows nice stuff nothing nothing you know nothing yeah. nothing vicious and then they're both tap dancing across the stage Together, perfect unison, brilliant. Yeah. One of them gets down at the piano, starts plonking away, plays a brilliant tune on the piano, yeah. while the other one does a little sing-song. They go back again. It's, it's unbelievable. And I think to say that Ryan Seacrest, of all people, could, could contribute <laughs> that, kind of, uh, that kind of contribution to our entertainment discourse, I think is wrong, and I think you know it's wrong. I, 
I, I do know it's wrong. But I think Roy deserves a bit of credit. He's played a trumpet on record breakers. He seemed genuinely he into the records being broken, which I think is an important part of it. He invested himself in yeah. it. Um, and, yeah. and I think... Categorically not a paedophile as no, well. Exactly. Um, which you can't say that about every man. And I was I was driving... When, we, when I visited my sister a few weeks ago... Um, she lives in a, a close that has an alarming amount of roads named after the yew tree. Now, yew trees huh. they've had a they've had a bad bad they've bad. They've done thing nothing to deserve any of this terrible, they've, they've had a few, yeah exactly. Imagine you know being the PR manager for the yew tree, like yeah. you just cannot buy a, a hosting gig. <laughs> well, what's really depressing about that, yeah, is is that I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying that until Operation Yew Tree. I think the oldest tree in Britain was, of course, as I'm sure yeah. we all know, the Fortingall Yew in Scotland, which was a yew tree, right? I mean, it's been dated like 5,000 yeah. years. It's in, a, it's in a churchyard. I've actually been there. It's in a churchyard somewhere in Scotland. Beautiful roots. Yeah, and now no one talks about that. And I think that's a shame. Because, no. the yew, that, I mean, if you, are the, if you are Britain's oldest tree, but no one mentions it because of some, basically, investigation into Wrong. historic sexual abuse in the BBC... I think that's obviously for many reasons that particular yew tree isn't the real victim here, but I think that that's a shame for people of the yew tree persuasion because you know now that's all it's known the for yew, the yew tree persuasion. I also, I also, yeah. I think I'm also right in saying um, that Paul Gambaccini wrote a book um, called "My Year Under the Yew Tree," where he was like incorrectly accused mm. of all sorts of stuff and dragged through the drag yeah, through, through the yeah. mud so you know it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a shocking state of affairs we started off talking about Roy Castle inevitably we've ended up talking about historical issues at the BBC um, yeah that's a shame which, in which itself. I, I, I will say they do have a good fucking line in uh, supporting these characters until it comes to the point where they can't support these characters aka your friend of mine Tim Timmy Westwood yeah. like things like that we sort of go he was employed very recently by the BBC, yeah. very recently, and they have a, a terrible reputation for just keeping people kicking around who have clearly got a lot of fucking skeletons in their fucking closet, so to speak. And uh, it's 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 shocking, and and they do themselves great discredit for, by doing that. I would even I've said this before about um, that weird start. I'm not saying it, 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 anything was uh, was uh, was anything any uh, Peter Philip behaviour was, was was exhibited, and it's six minutes in. <laughs> well done, Peter. Um, uh, <laughs> um, um, but nice. there's that. I've I brought it before. There's that astonishing uh, video of Iggy Pop uh, on uh, on on a, a breakfast TV show with um, David Bowie who talks uh, eloquently about um, he cuts himself on stage because he let himself down because he left a a 13 or 14 year old girl at an airport uh, while he was on tour now that story has no admission of guilt no admission of anything but it does sort of go what you're hanging around with a fucking 14 year old girl at an airport right and he says that and and everyone sort of laughs sort of thing because it was the 70s slash 80s and um, he's been employed by BBC Six Music and, and treated like this old sage mm. for such a long time. Mm. And I'm sort of going like, you, you keep doing this to yourselves, BBC. You keep leaving yourself open to this kind of stuff because they're rock legends, because they've got an incredible back catalogue. It's it's I find it astonishing that they keep on doing this every single time. And Tim Westwood is the is, is the latest example of, uh, of someone who's clearly exhibiting some you, fucking pretty awful behaviour. You're not going to get a job at Six Music, mate. It's gone. 
It's gone. <laughs> That's why I'm yeah, doing it. They don't it. want you, mate. I'm burning all my bridges, mate. They don't mate. want you. Give me Iggy Pop's job. I'll tell you about my album I wrote in Germany. <laughs> yeah, you, they don't want you, mate. But <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I, by the way, I would just say this, and I'm not levelling this at anyone in particular. If you do want um, evidence of, in, shall we say, quote-unquote, interesting behaviour from a lot of these types, just read the fucking memoirs. Read yeah, their autobiography. They wrote it. <laughs> read their so biography. They've written it. They themselves. love talking yeah, about so it. Yeah. Don't I mean yeah. really I mean I'll stop short of saying actual names for obvious reasons, but it's a who's who. Yeah. It is a who's Rick, who. <laughs> Rick Flair. Uh, you know, you've said a name. In a lot of tr- tr- I've said a name. I'm the, I'll saying, tell you what, this episode's going to age like a fucking brown banana, this episode. The WWE uh, was kind of, uh, WWE was celebrating the, the, the him exposing himself on airplanes and stuff like that as, as, as recently as like four years ago. Yeah. And then as the, the, the wind changes, they're left with... Rick Flair's cock in their hands, effectively, <laughs> and and they're and they're and 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 suddenly they're having to sort of go, oh, sh- that never happened. That definitely never happened. Yeah. Th- these men wrote all of this in their autobiographies, wrote all of this in every story they're told, and I can't wait for those for some more dominoes to start fucking Who's, falling. Quite um, frankly, who would have thought of it from the from WWE? It's the last place you'd expect it to be. <laughs> no, who would have thought? I know yeah. the last place. Um, could, the could, last could, place I mean, would on behalf of myself first and foremost but our listeners as well yeah. can we talk about something else yeah um, alright can we talk yeah, about Elon fine. Musk because <laughs> I'm absolutely loving it again uh, uh, yeah when when they fall they fall hard don't they it's uh, it's imagine being the richest man in the world or whatever and losing a lot of that money because you want people to it's like exactly you. exactly that. And this is the thing. It's so and, and rare the that billionaires give a shit. Yeah, exactly. And it's great because and I know people <laughs> listen to me saying that. Let's, I'm loving it. And people are going to go, well, you yeah. know, well, he's trying to subvert, dem- subvert democracy and he's done this thing with Twitter and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. We can come on to that. And I understand I'm sympathetic to that viewpoint. But Pete, you've hit the nail on the head. To me, him buying Twitter, it's like a $44 billion football, Right. It's basically, mm. you've got no mates. So back in the 80s where I grew up, if you had no mates, you'd get your parents to buy you a football because then everyone would want to play with you because you had a football, yeah, right? Okay, and if you yeah, got yourself yeah, like yeah, a really yeah. good one where you started talking about how, oh yeah, I've got this really good Mitre Delta Premier League here, but um, we can't play on the street with it because I don't want it to get scuffed, so we're going to have to go down the park. And everyone's like, fucking no, he's got an amazing football. Elon Musk has basically done that, but he spent $44 billion on it and everyone still thinks he's a cunt. <laughs> there's like a coterie they, of like basically incels but mostly male virgins between the age of like 16 and 30 who never really leave their house who think he's amazing and everyone else thinks he's a cunt so it it's so funny because there's so many things about this that are really funny so he's he's got a uh, a platform that is um never made any money their best year they never made any money yeah. right twitter he's bought that he's paid for that right and he has leveraged that deal by spending a lot of like you know in, you know the saudi investment uh, fund for one uh, notable all these people who are having to go to fucking tune fans still tweeting away um number is two that directly at, uh, you right into the camera now was that directly at me yeah, <laughs> no, not you. I've got no morals, <laughs> as you well know. You're, you don't have a go at Newcastle fans, though. I, I probably have more of a go at them, but I just think it's stark, mostly yourself. Uh, that no one's talking about that. Uh, <laughs> I look into the mirror yeah. quite a lot, um, and uh, yeah. So he's sort of leveraged that deal with um, a bit of quite dodgy investment, and also leveraging it on his his Tesla stock, effectively, so that when Twitter 
Twitter's, you know, fortunes are now intrinsically uh, uh, attached to uh, Tesla stock. So if, like, GM Motors, and it's been talked about quite a lot, GM Motors just sort of go, right, well, there's an opportunity. We'll pull all our advertising so the share price of Twitter goes down, so the share price of Tesla yeah. goes down, so we fucked our major competitor in the electric car market. It is astonishingly fun. Yeah. What an e and And any dickhead could have seen that coming. But because Elon Musk is Elon Musk, this is what he I does. Also, he's he's not listening to anyone who's got fucking any sense in the no no and, and because they've, they've, he's got this idea. A lot of people who are super successful like this, I've observed, or it has been observed. Sorry, <clears throat> have this situation where they think I was successful at this. And I'm now. I mean, look, because to be honest, you know, forget all the morals of it and all the other stuff like that. I'm not talking about that because that's a conversation for another day, probably. But the fact is, he is, is slash was the richest man in the world, right? That doesn't happen to everyone by definition. So he clearly no. has some kind yeah. of confirmation bias that he's brilliant, right? And, and I understand yeah. that. I, I do, I do, I can kind of, I can empathize with that. But what he's done is what a lot of people like that do. They go, I can do this. So really, I'm probably the best place person to solve all the other problems. And I'm going to do that. And it, and it always goes wrong. But But the thing that really hit home for me is just... I don't want to get too high-minded about it. I can't solve all the world problems because I'm not clever enough and neither of us is. But it's what is funny to me is when you drill down into like the human tragedy of it and the human kind of nature of it because I don't know if you saw this. Um, I don't know if much was made of it because I think people just thought, oh, right, it's just, he's just been a bit weird. Like His announcement video that he'd bought Twitter was he walked yeah. into Twitter's building carrying a bathroom sink with just with dad, the pun, let dad. that sink in, right? And I thought yeah. to myself, basically, you've announced this massive deal by essentially doing a joke that Lee Evans would have done in like 1994. It's like, <laughs> it, not only is it shit, because it is shit, I mean, if you and I sat down and wrote some jokes, we would dismiss that straight away, and we're not even fucking professional comedians or whatever you want to call them. That, that's, that's how he's chosen to announce it, and it really is like... It's it, the, the tragedy at the base of it all is like, look, guys, it's not about the $44 billion that I could have spent, you know, helping a load of people in impoverished parts of the world. It's um, it's about me just being quite a cool, funny guy. And I think you should really understand that. It's like, <laughs> mate, fucking what are you doing? Like, if, if you could get to that level of success and you still don't feel like comfortable, that is very inspirational for the rest of us. I'm telling you that. Yeah, it's more like, uh, I wouldn't say it's Lee Evans, because Lee Evans is like a kind of manic kind of running Yeah, I don't know why I said Lee Evans, because I actually really liked Lee Evans in the 90s, and he wasn't really a slapstick kind of guy. Not Tim Vine. Who's Tim Vine's brother? Milton Jones. The other Vine. (laughs) The other Vine. Jeremy Vine. No. Oh, yeah, Tim, yeah. (laughs) Jeremy Vine is the brother of Tim Vine, and Tim Vine is a stand-up. Tim Vine, that's his joke. But he's not a prop comedian. I don't know. Carrot Top. <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard someone else say. Someone else said Carrot Top. But I, I didn't say Carrot Top because I'm not sure if many of our British audience would, would know who Carrot Top is. Mm. Um, but anyway, yeah. so it's... it's, it's I mean, it's astonishing to me. Like, And what's also really funny as well, cause I just, just fine on this, because I know people find Elon Musk a little bit of a toxic character, but uh, I, I do think it's fun to subvert these kind of people and undermine them with, with, comp, with kind of taking the piss out of them. What's really funny to me as well, right, so he obviously thinks he's really successful, and as I've said, on, on his own terms, maybe, you know, in certain ways he is, obviously. We can't really deny that. But every time he suggests something that he's going to do, Right, a load of really clever people just bang straight in the replies. Go, well, you can't do that because of this, and he gets more and more frustrated. And then just by the end of it, it's like this complete like race to the bottom. Where at the end of it, it always ends with Elon Musk just going free speech, 
Free speech. <laughs> free speech. But it's if like, AOC criticises me, I yeah, will. Uh, Elon, fuck it's not about free speech. That was a crap idea. We all have them. You know, people are going to pull you up on it. You're, you're in the you're in the firing line here. People are going to pull you up for a shit idea. If you have a good one, last, yeah. So this morning, right? This morning at seven thirty six a.m. Lord Sugar, Alan Sugar, you know, one of our most successful businessmen in the uh, 80s, Amstrad, etc. Uh, he is tweeting, how is Suki going to get out of trouble when she did not kill the fellow at BBC EastEnders? He's watching yeah. EastEnders at seven o'clock in the yeah, morning. He's a, he is a That's, character. He's a character, but he's not a dangerous character right now because he's, he hasn't got that much money compared to uh, other people. But he has done, he has, <laughs> I mean, he has done a racism before, though. Has yeah. he? Oh, you're right. oh, I, I imagine like an old man uh, men like him stumble into it. Right, yeah. Okay, stumbles into them every now and yeah. again. Do you remember his, remember his moon video where he thought the moon was really quick and big yeah. <laughs> that's, in Russia? That's the thing. Like that, that moon thing was odd because I totally am sympathetic to older people being confused by tech because I'm kind of one of them, right? But that's the moon. You made a, that's the moon, you made a billion quid and you don't know what the moon is. Like, <laughs> come on. That's, that's, that, give, that gives fuel to the, to the people who think that, you know, basically becoming really wealthy is is a large percentage down to the fact that, like, it's circumstances and timing and all that kind of stuff, which I'm sure it probably is. But I do like to think there's some kind of meritocracy involved in life because otherwise I don't, there's no point getting up in, in the morning. But then you see Alan Sugar no. and you go, for fuck's sake, Alan. But it is, it's men who've lived in the city all their lives and like, you know, their life is just, you know, who's wearing the best shoes, who's got the best fucking watch and all that stuff. And, and you, you make it? your way it you and it's me? all the big, the big, what do you mean? Who wears the you best shoes? You definitely wear the best shoes. I'm not even watch. wearing a watch. You can see. Oh, there you go. Well, well, but Pete, can uh, I just say, I, I once went to a house party uh, years ago. <clears throat> it's quite late and I was out in the garden. Um, probably, I might have even been smoking a doob. I can't remember. It was Whoa. ages ago. Steady, so mate. It must have been at least fifteen years ago. You're going to get cancelled in a minute with that kind of talk. I'm, I'm uncancellable though, because I, 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 right. I, I, I would quite welcome it. <laughs> I just yeah. want to rip off I, that I, plastic. I, I, yeah. I probably do. If I'm being totally honest with myself, I probably do need a reason for someone to kick me up the ass to get me to do something else. <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyway, so um, yeah. So I was in. I was in. And I promise you, this is true. I might have even told this story before, but if I have, it's a long time ago. Um, and I was in the garden, there's about four or five people in the garden, and there was a, a, a lady there, he was obviously at the party as well, who I didn't know, and everyone just got talking. And it became quite clear that she, did, she didn't know that the moon and the sun were different things. So right, she had gone yeah, through yeah. a lot, and I'm not yeah. criticising her, everyone's got gaps in their knowledge, I mean it's mad, personally I think it's mad, but she kind of was obviously thought that, Really, because one, you never saw two at the same time, which of course you do sometimes. But I guess she had never noticed that. She just thought, oh, it's you know, it's night and one's night and one's the light day version of it, right? And I found that, and that stayed with me, as you can probably tell. I'm someone who I think about that quite a lot because I think she she was like an outwardly successful person, doing fine, having a great time, lots of friends, all the rest yeah. of it. So I thought, you know, if, you know, sometimes people don't know things, and that's fine. And at the time, I probably thought it was funny because uh, I'm arrogant and smug. What I'm trying to say is. <laughs> Alan Sugar's be- become a billionaire not knowing that. Yeah. So what does that tell us about yeah. life? When you see people like Elon, when you see people like Alan Sugar, when you see people like, you know, like I'll tell you another example in a slightly different way. That guy Gavin Williamson, that MP, Sir Gavin Williamson, he's done fuck all. Like, he's done nothing. And, and, and everything he has done has been terrible, like objectively terrible. Knighthood. The world's fucked is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> 
Yeah, it's it's just endlessly. I'm sure you know. Yeah, it's just endlessly. I also, I also, because I, I had a situation. Because as you know, Pete, I am naturally quite a quite a self regarding man, and I thought about whether I would accept an honour like that if it ever came up, right? MBE, OBE, knighthood. All that. I, know, I know I'm never going to get one, but just like a thought experiment, right? And I always thought to myself, you know what? It would mean so much to my family that I would definitely accept it, even though I do have... That's how they get you. Yeah, but I do... That's how they get you. Oh, I'll I'll, I'll go into the establishment and subvert from within. That's what they always say, aren't they? Well, no, I wouldn't do that bit. (laughs) But I'm I'm, I'm just saying... (laughs) I'd respect that. exactly. No, I was was just saying that I I probably would accept it, right? And do you know what put me over the edge? Gavin Williamson. I don't want to be a part of it. Don't want to be part of that, right? Have you seen his face alone? After all of the ones... After all of... We started the show talking about one who's probably had a knighthood. A famous man. Yeah, why didn't? Why don't I take exception to Jimmy Savile? Thinking about it, <laughs> why has Gavin Williamson annoyed me more? I think yeah. he just has. I don't know why. what do you think is going to happen with Elon? What, what's, what's the end game? Because a lot of people are saying, you know, people are leaving. Well, I've definitely seen loads of people leave Twitter. My feed is a lot quieter. So, what? What are you? What do you think the end game is here? Yeah, because I mean, so he, they're leaving Twitter because of the because of the, the Elon yeah. thing rather than the. Where the money's come from? That's, that's interesting. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny people's morals, isn't it? <laughs> funny yeah. people's morals, isn't it? Um, uh, the uh, what do I think about? It? I think they'll just probably just tank it. I mean, if, do you remember when? Um, oh God, Buzzfeed. Do you remember yeah. Buzzfeed? That went down the fucking swanee, didn't it? Like these <laughs> things that we think are, are ever present, they're going to be present for a very long time. They they don't. So like the people can walk away. The places can feel terrible and awful. Uh, and and it's a shame because you know a lot of people get a lot of solace and a lot of support and you know work uh, and they base their entire careers around uh, you know people accessing them on Twitter. Yeah. So it's so it's uh, yeah. It's, well, it's I don't really, think really I, I don't think the the ramble, which was a genesis of Stack, would have yeah. succeeded without Twitter. Personally, True. I don't think it would. I'm not sure yeah. how important yeah. it is now, but I think at the time it was really important. But but and and and, and I, mean, I was just quickly because I know we've got to go for a break, but. I also find it interesting that these tech people like Zuckerberg and like um, Jack Dorsey and, and some others, mm. um, I guess um, Paige and Bryn and the Google guys, what's interesting to me is that they've created things that society thinks are so intrinsic to l- modern life. They're so Basically, they're so successful that the argument mm. seems to be this is actually a public interest issue rather than a private company doing its thing issue. It's so influential yeah. that actually... Because if you look at it on paper, so say Twitter, it's a successful company. It's never, As you say, it's never made any money, but it's got a huge user base and its influence is massive. And some people seem to philosophically be saying that it shouldn't be able to be a private company to be bought and sold on the whims of some wealthy person who wants to do whatever they want with it, when actually in reality there's, no, there's nothing to stop that and it's debatable whether there should be. Because mm. it's just a company that didn't exist before, and that does. Now, if someone creates something that's so successful that it's had, it's got a, a, an un, an un kind of quantifiable influence on people's everyday lives to the point where it can subvert democracy in the world's biggest democracy, then I guess the the idea is that it's, that shouldn't be allowed to happen. So it should it needs to go into public hands or whatever. But that philosophically seems like quite a weird concept to me. Yeah. Because you don't have to use it. It's not compulsory, right? You don't don't have to use it. No. No. It's not offering, really, it's not really, in real terms, offering anything other than um, 
you know, people's, I guess, the hive mind of people's opinions. And I don't think anyone really envisaged it could ever be that powerful, but it is. And, and you know, and here we are. And 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 for for Musk to, I mean, eventually, I guess he'll probably you're right. He'll probably tank it or run it into the ground or whatever, and people will move on, gravitate to another social media f- kind of website because I think people do seem to need it. They seem like they need it, or they feel like they need it. Yeah. And if they do, the only thing you can hope for is that mistakes have, that have happened with Twitter and with Facebook and stuff, because because Facebook's going it's for a terrible time financially at the moment as well. That those mistakes can be rectified and learned from, and then we can get a better place. But I tried looking at that Mastodon site that everyone's talking about. Fucking baffling to me. Absolutely baffling. What what is Mastodon? I've never heard. So of Mastodon that. is um, is a Twitter replacement. I actually asked Charlie. Stack to look into it because it, everyone seems to be gravitating towards it. It's a decentralized social media platform. I mean, that of loads of different yeah. servers that do cross over, but there's no one central kind of powerful decision maker. But who's paying? But who's paying for the server? Like, how? Do, <clears> well, how I think you, it's run. Vol- I think, I think it's run voluntarily. Okay. Right. Okay. I think I think it's run like okay. as as with anything on the as with anything that's uh, decentralized and stuff is it's just always in the same way the idea of the metaverse is supposed to be decentralized uh, but the most um, you know the biggest uh, incarnations of the metaverse is obviously Facebook and uh, Roblox and stuff like that which are very centralized you know the the, the decentralized um, metaverse doesn't exist probably will never exist because no one's got that amount of money to to, to, to run it um, effectively uh, so yeah I mean good luck um, I, I've never heard of Mastodon isn't it interesting though everyone's got their own little kind of like bubbles and I've been quiet this weekend but but I've not noticed the word Mastodon being discussed anywhere. It's weird, right? Yeah, that, that, it's come up. It's come up a lot. I think because I follow a lot of because right. um, you know I'm just a bit of a nerd for history and politics and stuff. And, I, and a lot of mm. people that I follow have been spooked by this blue check thing, this blue tick thing. Mm. And now they're saying that like, I'm setting myself up over here because if it goes to shit, I need to somewhere to be able to, <clears throat> you know I need somewhere to be able to kind of you know I guess like promote my content and stuff. Get my truth out. Yeah, and so that's why. But it looks. Um, I think it's run like. Um, I don't know. You know, like so essentially, I think it's, it's just run by donations from users, and and right, people. Okay. I think they. I think the people who set up the separate servers have an obligation to give three months' notice if they want to close their server to give people time to move to another one. Basically, I mean, yeah, it's, okay. I mean, the, the problem is that obviously the big, the big. I would argue the big success thing behind Twitter is the simplicity of it, right? And and Mastodon isn't doesn't to me seem mm. simple i've seen i've seen as many people saying i've just tried to go on to mastodon i don't understand what i'm doing as i have saying come to mastodon you know so yeah anyway anyway pete let's mm. have a break we've got to come back and we've got to squeeze we'll some batteries in because we're way pop over time mate in. got to squeeze some pop some batteries right up yeah. there uh okay we'll be back in a second millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. 
The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. We're back with Luke Peachall. We've only got seconds to get our batteries in before our mummy comes in and slaps our hands and says, stop with this Luke and Peachall nonsense. It is bath time. Um, <laughs> Lindsay has come in with a uh, message. Uh, hello to Lindsay uh, in uh, Sydney, Australia. What accent uh, was that? Hi, the, the Luke. Oh, I don't know, mate. Do you want to twiddle the sideies a little? <laughs> hi, the Luke and the Pete. I'm sure you can appreciate the excitement. Stop One would this. feel knowing that there's another Luke and Pete show listening in your workplace. I was delighted to hear that a fellow, fellow Antstore employee, Gary, had emailed in. As our friend Gary mentioned, there are security issues regarding photography at our workplace. But thank you, Gary, for being the trailblazer in this regard, as I've been sitting on these potential new players for a while. As it turns out, radiation monitoring equipment is a potential goldmine for new players, as the batteries can't immediately be thrown out without being scanned first. You've got to check whether they're radioactive. Fantastic. Wow, that's cool. This means this means a pile of old batteries can build up in a lab over many years before my colleagues at Whoa. <laughs> Where'd that come from? Whoa. <laughs> the Aussie brain. You're like Venom, I'm being taken over by the, by an Aussie version of me. That's not even how Australians say colleagues either. Colleagues? <laughs> Before my colleagues and I get called to clear them. Are either these new players? <laughs> HW Max, super heavy duty. You flaming galah, let me know. Whether that's uh, and we've also got Arlec rechargeable super performance from uh, yeah I'm checking them out and um, both of them are new players so you're sitting on the gold okay. mine there uh, Lindsay you and your pal Gary well, I don't actually know if your pals yeah. I, I guess like Elon Musk oh no wait it was uh, it was Jules yeah it was Jules yeah Emerald yeah, specifically sorry. I think um, yeah. but HW Max super heavy duty and Arlec rechargeable super performance are brand new players. So congratulations well to you. That's two out of two. Uh, well done. Thank you for sending them in. Thank you for really, I mean, taking a massive risk on your own employment for sending them in. It's good stuff. Appreciate it. And I also appreciate the fact that um, that the radiation issue can't reach us via the internet. But those two are definitely think- going straight into the battery, Daddy. Thank you very much indeed. It- I, th- I think if we had like a battery daddy with um, the Arlec in particular is a beautifully uh, designed sort of multicolour kind of rainbow monstrosity. Beautiful. What is it? This like a uh, nine volt to me, is it? Or is stuff. it a D? It's a D, isn't it? It's yeah. a D, yeah. It's a big D. Uh, rechargeable as well. Uh, I think uh, if we had those in the battery daddy, we'd have like a, a radioactive battery daddy, which is the sort of thing you'd see in like Fallout 3. 
but we're like that's what gets upgraded like you have your normal battery daddy then you have a special yeah. thing that does more damage to you but you will have to take uh, radex to get rid of the radiation yeah. uh, on your person yeah. anyway Good fergus from kirk and Tulloch, uh ansman industrial uh, if you go searching for that, I'll read the email out. These batteries were given to me in a Ziploc bag by my wife's cousin. <laughs> he has access to plenty... Just no explanation. The, the drugs these kids are into <laughs> yeah. these days. He he has access to plenty of them at work, and I borrowed a few for my home use. Not my first email, but my first battery attempt with the Ansman Industrial. I'm not overly confident. Hey, give yourself a bit of uh, scope there. I think I think these these might uh, be in your play, you know. Should I, do it, should I do it in the style of Jeff Stelling on Soccer Saturday? Yeah, um, okay. Okay, here we go. Fergus has emailed him with a battery and says he's not overly confident. But he should be Chris Kamara. Yeah. New player. Yes. New player. Good stuff. Well done. Well done. There's three well out of three, man. This is crazy yeah. returns. <laughs> uh, hello to Alex. Hi, lads. Uh, please see the attached image. I wonder if Summit is a new player. They sound pretty exciting. Specific batteries for camping gear, apparently. I got them instead of camping lamps uh, from Market in Stratford upon Avon while on a recent trip there. I couldn't turn them down, too, for a tenner. Uh, also, regarding local fish and chip prices in Sheffield, recently went to buy two medium cods with chips and curry sauce and mushy peas, which came to £21. I thought this was outrageous for a relatively northern and modest city. I swear fish and chips used to be about a five. 15 years ago when I was growing up in the northwest, uh, probably uh, right John's chip bar when Hartlepool was probably about that yeah but I'd 15 say. years ago I mean, inflation's half, currently half lot half lot 350 usually but Pete inflation's like at 10% now oh. so I mean I'm not surprised that 15 years ago it, things were cheaper but I take the point I, 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 I mean I started this whole debate by how expensive the shit is so I get it uh, but anyway right. Summit they are new players as well so I mean we've got a full clean sweep this week amazing really Lovely. Um, let's Lovely do some stuff. more fish and chip. We've got a lot of fish and chip shop emails. Let's do some on Monday. Yeah. Um, let's do but, it. But um, three out of three on the old batteries, Pete. You've got to give yourself a hand. For it's, that. A, it's, it's a good. Great stuff. Good stuff. Well done. Well done, Lindsay. Uh, well done, uh, Fergus. And well done, Alex. We'll be back on Monday for more uh, Salinas. Uh, we will be uh, delving. We'll, we'll be jamming our hand, hand into a big bucket of mushy peas and gravy uh, just for you guys. Yeah. Uh, but um, in the meantime, have a great Thursday. Maybe you listen to this on a Friday and you're thinking, yes, I'm ready for the weekend. I'm listening to two blocks talk about batteries. That's how I want to start my weekend. Yeah. Have I mean, it's day. nicely put, mate. I think, I think Fridays generally are the least depressing day of the week, so good for them. I can't yeah. wait for Friday myself. See Monday. Shut <laughs> up. The Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.